hey, if you want a firearm that is easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from our friends at Henry Repeating Arms. Now, it is a portable rifle that you can put together, take apart in just minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case that it comes in. It's so small, you can store it pretty much anywhere. And it's light enough to carry everywhere. Now, it comes in black and two different camo patterns. And you can pick one up for three to 400 bucks, depending on the finish. Check out their videos. Go to their website. It's one word, henryusa.com slash survival. And while you're there, make sure you order their free catalog. Now, Henry makes more than 200 rifles and shotguns and revolvers, all made in America, all backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website, henryusa.com. Get their free catalog. They'll send you free decals and a list of dealers where you are. That's henryusa.com. Free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that can be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million dollars. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, News Roundup Information Overload Hour, Sean Hannity Show. Toll free, it's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. So one of the things that I really hate the most in politicians and people in the mob, the media, is, is just how much they lie. They lie with abandon. So you have a, a parental rights bill that says in Florida that parents have a right to have a say in their kids' education. That 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 should be a no-brainer to me. I mean, I would think school districts would, would love the involvement of parents because it, it makes their jobs easier. Getting input from parents, it should be, you know, commonplace. Uh, I, the fact that that's shocking, I don't know. But the idea that for kids in kindergarten through third grade is that you're not going to indoctrinate them into anything, bring up issues involving gender identity or so on and so forth. That's to me, that's the parents role. Anyway, we spend more per capita on education per student than than any other country in the industrialized world. And we come in on average 40th in terms of proficiency in, in reading and, and math, et cetera. I mean, you can't fail on a more spectacular level, but we do. And so we have this big brouhaha 
The bill is called the Parental Rights Bill, but if you listen to the media mob, it's a don't say gay bill. The word gay is not in the bill. Not one time. It's not what it's about. It's about parents' rights to instill their values as they see it in children and not have their kids go off to school and have the values that parents hold near and dear to their hearts uh, being indoctrinated into their kids. Now, schools with their spectacular fail rate I would argue in large part because of money and that money comes from teachers unions to politicians every election year. And so they have great sway and great power over the Democratic Party. It's an unholy alliance, as I've described it. And for whatever reason, they never get held accountable for their failures. And I think school should be about reading, writing, math, science, computers. And if if until we get to the top of reading, writing, math, science and computers for our kids, uh, I'm not about talking about any social issues in school. My attitude is educate our kids. Now, Eric Adams, the new mayor of New York, I guess, to distract from his failure. I mean, he's no better than de Blasio from what I can see as of now. No different, no better. Anyway, so he speaks out. It has nothing to do with New York City. But here he is. And so I'm the mayor of this city, the city of the LGBTQ plus uh, community, as we see uh, people in government and out of government understanding how your voice is respected here uh, in the city. And that's what this movement of Don't Say Gay is about. Uh, this uh, political uh, showmanship of attempting to demonize a particular group or community is unacceptable. And we are going to loudly uh, show our support and say to those who are living in Florida, listen, we want you here in New York. You know, we want you right here in New York City. And it's more than just saying that. It's also standing up and aligning ourselves uh, with the men and women of the LGBTQ plus community and stating that we are in unison with you and your right uh, to uh, have uh, self-identification, your right to be uh, live the lifestyle and live uh, the lives that you choose to live without any form of harassment. You know, just so you know, uh, maybe the mayor hasn't noticed, but New York City is dead last in terms of getting back jobs to to pre-pandemic levels, down by like a half a million. That's how bad it is in New York City. Now, the problem he has and the problem New York State has is that everybody's leaving New York City and New York State, or a lot of people are, because they're sick and tired of the draconian measures, restrictions, taxation, regulation. They, they, they had a story today. Oh, where is it? It's, it, it just was, just blew me away about how dumb New York is because they're doing everything they possibly can do can do to chase people out of New York. I mean, it's it's sort of like, oh, why would I want to live in New York when I'm paying the highest amount of taxes uh, and I'm getting nothing for my for my money at all? And so New York City is now insisting that when you build buildings that, you know, it's almost impossible to build them because you can't have anything fossil fuel related in a new building. Good luck figuring that out. That means no plastic, no nothing. I don't know. Maybe they'll build them with toothpicks, skyscrapers. Uh, Here's Ron DeSantis. Now, this whole issue of Disney getting involved in this, it reminds me a lot of the take of Colin Kaepernick and politicizing football. Here you have Disney, loved by everybody. Disney, it's, it's, it, 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 it's a place where it totally is apolitical. 
a place where people of all political backgrounds, all socioeconomic backgrounds, you know, they've saved parents, save money. It's very expensive. They take their kids. It's like a pilgrimage for children. They have to go to Disneyland. They like to dress as little princesses, little girls, and they have a great time. And now Disney goes full on woke. But what's worse about it is they go ahead with the Democratic Party talking points and lies about the parental rights bill. And finally, Ryan DeSantis fights back and he says, you know what? Uh, since 1967, Disney has been granted uh, special privileges that no other company in Florida has had. And he said that time is, should now come to an end. They've had complete autonomy to make all their decisions, have their own police department, their own governing bodies without any input from the state of Florida. That's not going to come to an end. Good. They deserve it. Listen to what the governor said. I think what has happened is there's a lot of these special privileges that are not justifiable, but because Disney had held so much sway, they were able to sustain a lot of special treatment over the years. The state should be governed by the best interests of the people. You should not have one organization that is able to dictate policy um, in all these different realms. And they have done that for many, many years. And if that stops now, which it should, that would be a good thing for Florida. Anyway, joining us now is Florida Congressman Greg uh, Stubbe is back with us. He's in the 17th District down there. Congressman, great to have you back. Yeah, thanks, uh, I just don't look when my kids were younger and they would lie to me that they, they were never any good at it. And I used to say to them, OK, you guys, you're not good at it. Stop. Tell me the truth, because you're going to get more trouble for lying than for whatever dumb thing they might have done. That probably wasn't a big deal anyway. And. And I would say you're just you're insulting my intelligence. So why would Disney, when they want to attract the most number of people, they're increasing the price of tickets through the roof that it's almost becoming unaffordable for so many people. Why would they take on the state of Florida, take on a political agenda, completely lie and distort what this bill is all about? And and now it looks like as a consequence, they're going to lose their their special status they've had since 1967. Well, and as they should. Um, and, and Disney has had so much sway politically over the leadership in the legislature in Florida. And it's great to see a governor like DeSantis, who isn't part of the establishment, who's willing to stand up for what we all see as a complete unjustification of the things that they're doing. And they're being completely driven by the progressive woke agenda. And the American people don't stand for that. I, I was um, home not too long ago. My 11-year-old son and two of his buddies were watching a show on Disney. I think it was one of their latest movies. And one of the boys comes up to me and says, Mr. Stubbe, I just saw two boys kissing. And this is an animated film. So they're sexualizing these children films. And I said, you know what? Turn it off. We're done. I shut off Hulu. We canceled Disney. We canceled all of this. And they've gone so far to the left that the majority of Americans don't support the type of things that they're doing. And it's very good to see a governor like DeSantis who's willing to take that stuff on. Well, I, I think in the end, I think Disney gets hurt in this. Uh, we sent our own Sarah Carter down there and she talked to people in Orlando and not uh, one person was happy about Disney's position on this. Uh, now, I guess they, they had some type of Zoom call meeting where they're now they're, they're going to bring all of this wokeness into their characters and they're going to have quotas involved in it, et cetera, et cetera. Do you think that maybe it takes the shine off of the Disney experience, have a magical day and, and fun and, uh, for everybody? And, and does it hurt the bottom line eventually? 
Well, I hope it does, and I hope the legislature does take the action that Governor DeSantis is talking about, because why should a business, a private company like Disney, be afforded special rights just because over the years they've gotten to be such a huge company, especially now that they're going to take very leftist political positions on issues. Instead of being the the family-friendly entertainment that they were supposed to be, now they're trying to drive sexualization on our young children, which is not what families want. And so they absolutely should not be afforded special privileges under the law that they've enjoyed since 1967. And I really hope that the legislature doesn't lose steam on this because they don't go back until session until next year. And they, and they move forward with, with taking away those special privileges that they enjoy. How do you like my idea that we're paying more per capita per student on education with the worst results that until we get to be number one, two or three in terms of proficiency in reading, writing, math, that uh, all these social issues need to be put off to the side. If schools feel that strongly about it, they can offer an opt-in class after school and, and parents can opt to have their kids, uh, you know, go into any of these classes they want. Is that a good idea? Absolutely. And because you've seen this type of things happening in our school districts and the school unions kind of taking over the curriculum, uh, you're seeing more and more people flock to private schools in the state of Florida. There's a, a, a private school right down the road from our house. They have 500 people on the waiting list. And it's because the public school system has taken this agenda and parents are sick and tired of it. And, and, and thankfully, in Florida, we have school choice and some of the money follows the children based on how much money you make. So parents are actually able to have the liberty and the freedom to say, you know, you know what, enough of this public school education that's failing our children, not educating them, they're not being competitive. We're going to put them in a private school that's actually not going to teach all this other social stuff, but focus on the things that are important for my child's development and his education. I, to, to me, it's a no-brainer. Congressman Greg Stubbe of Florida's 17th District. Uh, let me ask you another question here is, and that's the issue of big tech. Now that we have uh, been, now that even the Washington Post has acknowledged that the Hunter Biden laptop is real, and you see the contribution of big tech and the media in terms of burying one, one of the most important stories that the American people needed to know prior to the 2020 election. That would be as big an in-kind donation. I don't even think you could put a value on it where you couldn't even tweet out uh, or put on Facebook the New York Post story about Hunter Biden's laptop without being called a conspiracy theorist or attacked as spreading Russian disinformation. Um, can there be some type of I mean, aren't there shouldn't there be some type of ramifications? Because isn't that an in-kind donation? There is and there will be when the Republicans take the House back in November. I have a bill that would rein in big tech and have a private right of cause of action for violating the First Amendment. So in that circumstance, the New York Post would have been able to sue Twitter for taking that story and, and blanketing But how do they sue in two weeks? Do they, I guess they go for a stay so that the what that it could be tweeted out well i think the behavior would be curved with these big tech companies because they would know now that they're going to have they don't have that liability protection or section 230 anymore so suddenly they know that new york post and others who's they're taking away their first amendment rights they're not going to behave in the way that they are if they know it's opening them up to liability and there was a recent survey that i saw that it said one in six biden voters who voted for biden wouldn't have voted for them had they seen that hunter biden story that's correct so you're citing a correct 
person that affected the outcome of the election, and they knew that, which is why they masked it and prevented it from being dis- disseminated. But they also let Joe Biden live in his basement and hide in his basement. I called it the Presidential Candidate Protection Program. I think Joe Biden now is in the Presidential Protection Program, and I think for good reason. I think the the president is struggling mightily with cognitive issues. Do you see the same thing I see? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I had the opportunity to speak to him at the congressional baseball game, and and I could tell you very quickly it was very easy to discern that um, he wasn't making a lot of sense. You could see in his eyes he wasn't taking a lot of stuff. You could see by watching him on TV when he's reading the teleprompters uh, and he goes off script that he's not following what he's supposed to do and not, and not understanding exactly what's going on. So uh, that's a significant issue for the country. And, uh, and our world leaders across the world see his weakness and see the failures that the decisions of this president has made. And that's why we're so susceptible of the things that are going on, not just in this nation, but in the world right now. If this continues to get worse, do you believe the 25th Amendment becomes a real discussion in the country? Well, I think it can. The vice president has to start that. But I think even more important than that is we take the House back in November. And just on immigration alone, where they are intentionally and and directly violating federal law, just on immigration alone is an impeachable offense. And we do the things that Jim Jordan and us on the Judiciary Committee have talked about and getting that information, doing that discovery. And I think there's going to be a huge basis there just on immigration alone for an impeachment proceeding. We really appreciate you being on, Congressman Greg Stubbe, Florida's 17th District. You're in southwest Florida, correct? Yes, sir. All right. Great, great place, as you know. I've uh, been there for a long time. Uh, 800-941-SEAN, our number, if you want to be a part of the program. All right, 25 to the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, great interest and, and reaction to, and on both sides, and all opinions that I'm having Sean Penn, the actor, on Hannity tonight. Uh, the quick backstory is he was doing a documentary on Zelensky, and then this lead-up to the war starts happening, and he stays there after Russia invades Ukraine, spends a lot of time with Zelensky, and I'm interested in the behind-the-scenes side of it. So if I'm looking at Linda, she's in a state of shock. Um, well, so what happened, I'll give you the full story. I'm always transparent. So uh-huh. I had my t- staff work, uh, reach out to him and say, you know, we want to come on the program and tell the story of, of how you got involved in this and what's, what you've seen on the ground now that we have, you know, Bucha and all these mass graves and cities decimated like Mariupol and uh, entire, you know, apartment buildings leveled, towns leveled, neighborhoods leveled, innocent men, women, and children killed. I'm sorry, my conscience just forbids me for just saying, oh, we should ignore that. No, America should have no involvement. Um, And I've explained many times the two doctrines that I rely on, principles that have been proven to be effective and work. You have the Trump doctrine, which is to bomb the living hell out of the caliphate and defeat them and fight to win and you push buttons to win the war and don't put boots on the ground. Uh, then you have the Reagan doctrine, which is arm the Mujahideen, arm the Freedom Contra rebels in Nicaragua and let them fight their own battles, which is what we are doing in Ukraine, although we're not doing a good enough job. I mean, neither is NATO, neither is Western Europe. The country that is doing the best job is by far Poland. And, you know, there's been, what, up to 4 million people have had to flee Ukraine. And we showed you the images last night on TV. We gave a viewer discretion warning. We'll show you more tonight because there are some groups of people out there that don't even think this is real. This isn't happening. This is fake. 
Why? Because Vladimir Putin said that these are edited fake videos. I'm like, no, they're real. I have people on the ground, eyewitnesses that have been to Mariupol that have told me 95 percent of that city is gone. It has been leveled. It is rubble. Uh, Mass graves. We got the video. Decide for yourself. Dead people in the street, even people with their hands tied behind their back, murdered by Russian soldiers. Yeah, that's real, too, unfortunately. There is something called human evil, and it exists. Um, so I'm interested in the interview. Is there any... What? what? Just say whatever you're thinking. I don't care. I mean, listen, I give you a lot of credit for wanting to get a behind-the-scenes view, hear what an American thought about being on the ground and seeing all of this. He just happened to be there. Um, you know, But he stayed also through, stayed. Yeah. That's what and I'm saying. He stayed through all of this. Uh-huh. Before, let me just add this. and I'm, I'm, I know I'm interrupting, and I promise I'll shut up. You Remember, interrupt. That's so odd. How many, how many like different you. leaders have we watched over the years mm-hmm. when Adam Schiff starts hitting the fan? They jump on their private jet with mm-hmm. their millions of dollars of cash and currency and, and precious metals, and they say, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. What's fascinated me about Zelensky, because I've been very critical of Ukrainian governments up to Zelensky, mm-hmm. because they've been corrupt, pure and simple. They've been corrupt. And here you got a former comic who runs on an anti-corruption platform, wins. President Biden has been very clear. He's worried about provocations that could trigger World War III. Do you understand his concern there? And do you agree that it wouldn't take much to end up in World War III? Well, nobody knows whether it may have already started and what is the possibility of uh, this war if uh, Ukraine will fall. Today, the Ukrainian people are defending not only Ukraine, we are fighting for the values of Europe and the world, sacrificing our lives in the name of the future. That's why today the American people are helping not just Ukraine, but Europe and the world to keep the planet alive. I'm addressing the President Biden. You are the leader of the nation, of your great nation. I wish you to be the leader of the world. Being the leader of the world means to be the leader of peace. Thank you. And this guy could have taken off. David, every report says Vladimir Putin has mercenary hit squads in there to assassinate him. The yep. guy hasn't left. Uh, that's kind of Churchillian to me. And I, if this guy survives it, it will be a miracle in the end because they're after him. Anyway, go ahead. I wouldn't go so far as to say everything you just said about him. Um, I've remained pretty um, consistent Skeptical. with my... <laughs> I think a lot of things are suspect. Um, working in the media as long as I have, you have... Uh, having said that, I don't think that there's any question that there are civilians caught in the crossfires of dictatorships that really don't care they're, they're about being collateral targeted. damage. They are being, oh, they're targeted. being targeted. It is a real thing. Um, but I don't, this whole thing, there, you, in my opinion, you are able to dislike and abhor Putin and Zelensky at the same time, in my you opinion. And I don't listen, think there's any reason why I have Zelensky. to like one or the other. But the, I don't, the two, there's only two things that have impressed me about it, Zelensky. Let me be very clear. 
Do I know him enough to to vouch for him, to say that I trust him, that he's different than any other Ukrainian leader that was, in my view, corrupt? No. But I, I, I see a guy that's been in the field of battle with his fellow Ukrainians fighting against Russian aggression. I kind of like that. I admire that. I see a guy that could have gotten on a private jet. My understanding is the U.S. government offered to give him asylum, and he didn't take it. And he knows his life is at risk, and he knows he's got a big bullseye on, on his forehead. And he's staying anyway. Other leaders in the past get on private jets. They take all the money with them. They pillage the country, and they say, good luck. See you later. I'm out of here. Where was the country we saw that recently happen? I forget. I don't know. The vice president of the left. Um, it's not going to be. Look, if you're looking for a confrontation, I, I just I'm interested in that story. I want to know what he's seen. I want to know a little more about Zelensky. Um, I mean, listen, this is a man who survived a relationship with Madonna. Having said that, <laughs> I give him a lot of credit. I'm like, any man who can do that, God bless you. Well, um, he didn't stay very long, so that didn't, that I mean, didn't work listen, out. Sometimes that it's, didn't it's work long out enough. For a very long period. You know, a week with some people is a lifetime. But putting that aside, I really do feel that, you know, you can say whatever you want about Zelensky because it's your opinion and you're entitled to it. You know, whether he stays or he goes, I, I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to believe about the optics. But I only told you two things that I that I know for sure. I know for yeah. sure that he stayed and fought when he could have left. And uh -huh. and I give him props for that big time. That's what we're seeing. I would love to talk to the soldiers on the ground. And maybe you that's something the, you'll it, get from I've Sean Penn I've seen videos tonight. of it. Yeah. And we've shown videos of it. But, yeah, mm -hmm. of course, you'd love to talk to the bottom line is, is Putin, uh, my rule is simple. If you invade a sovereign country and you kill innocent men, women, and children, you forfeit your right to run a country and you forfeit your right to live. I've said that from day one. I don't think there is a single person who watched the address of Zelensky to the American Congress and saw that video who has any soul at all, was not moved, whether they were moved to tears, whether they were moved to silence, to grieve, whatever it was. That was an overwhelmingly sad video. Anytime that's, you see that, but kids... That, that's what this is about to me. Agreed. And you and I have had this discussion. Yep. It's not about governments to me. Agreed. You know, it's, it's only a, it's about, about the people. Humanity. It's about humanity. And, and though, when I see dead kids in the street mm -hmm. and dead women in the street mm -hmm. and men as well and mm -hmm. mass graves all over the place, mm -hmm. uh, I think that at a minimum, if you have a soul and a conscience, you have an obligation. But anyway, let's get to the phones. Um, let's say hi to John in Pennsylvania. John, how are you? Glad you called. I'm good, sir. How are you doing? I'm good. What's going on? Hey, so I was just, I was just curious. I'm a, I'm, I listen to your program every day coming home from work. And um, because I'm a Pennsylvania resident, um, I take notice to whenever we're talking about the politicians coming up from or for the midterms and i'm just curious as to um why you're advocating for oz over someone like kathy barnett i like kathy barnett i like her a lot i've known dr okay. oz for years um i think kathy ha i think she will i don't think she's going to win this primary is my guess i think she has a great political future i look forward to working with her uh, I have nothing bad to say, not one thing, about any of the other candidates in the race. Um, now, the reason I'm supporting Dr. Oz is I've known him for years, and I know his political philosophy. 
and I know he's a an America first, make America great again, solid conservative that will represent the people well, and he's also a fighter. And uh, you're going to see him go to literally go to bat for every Pennsylvanian, for every job he can get, for fracking, for energy, everything. And I'm convinced of that. Now, uh, that's that. This is based on my knowledge of knowing somebody personally. I did the same thing in 2015 and 16 when I when I started supporting President Trump, and mm-hmm. I got the living Adam Schiff kicked out of me by so many people in the conservative movement. But Hannity, he went to Hillary Clinton's daughter's wedding. Hannity donated to Democrats. Hannity, he used to be pro-choice. Now he says he's pro-life. Everybody was right in their criticisms, but I knew him much better than anybody else. I had known him 20-plus years at that point. And I knew that he where he really stood politically. I knew that he played the game in New York so he could keep people working and keep putting buildings up. And I knew he had this unique characteristic that he was a force of nature. And I know because we used to argue constantly. We'd, we'd, we'd stay up late into the night arguing about politics. And when I went issue by issue by issue, I was confident, and I put all of my conservative credentials on the line, that if elected, he would govern conservatively. And I got the crap kicked out of me by many conservatives that thought I sold out. I don't think I was proven wrong. I think I was proven right, and I think on Oz, I'll be proven right as well. Gotcha. Yeah, I was just curious, because, I mean, anyone doing research, they'll they'll dig up, like, previous things that Dr. Oz has said that would make it seem like he's, he's going to be The campaign's Ryan. gotten ugly. A lot of primaries get ugly. Any th- what I've noticed is that, for example, you know, on the Second Amendment, they, that um, people have said that he supports this or that. It was a guest on his program. Well, I've had guests on this program and guests on TV over the years that take very different positions than I have. And that's part of being on the air. You often put on contrarian views. Uh, But I know him and the person that I know. I've had him answer this question. Explain your political philosophy and ideology. And when I have him back on again, I'll I'll let him explain it one more time because he has a great answer from in my humble opinion. Um, does that make sense? Yes, sir. I'm just telling you what I know. My my job is to tell my audience what I know to be the truth. There's not a lot of people I'm supporting. If you notice, I'm being very judicious in who I am endorsing until I get to know them. Herschel Walker, I've endorsed in Georgia. David Perdue, I've endorsed in Georgia for governor. Bernovich, I've endorsed for the Senate out in Arizona. Ron Johnson in Wisconsin. That I have not gone. I'm supporting Marco Rubio down in Florida. Um, right. I'm supporting Tim Scott in South Carolina. I don't know who I'm supporting in North Carolina, New Hampshire, Ohio. I don't know who I'm going to support in Missouri yet. Oh, I am supporting, I'm <clears throat> sorry, Laxalt in Nevada. So those are the people where, that I'm supporting as of today. And I've not gotcha. made decisions on these other states because I don't know these people well enough to give you give my endorsement. Right. Um, and, and I appreciate your response. And um, cause I was just like really hoping that this would just be like a great level conversation. And it's gone that way. And I appreciate you for that. Um, it, I guess for me, I, I hate the um, the reason I've never I have not said one bad word about any other candidate in that race. And I won't not one. And oh, I have and no I, intention I, of saying one bad word 
And you mentioned Kathy Barnett. I think she's a star. I really do. And I look forward to having her back on the program and look forward to supporting her in a future race. She's got a very bright future, and I, I think the world of her. Anyway, I appreciate the call. Hope that answers your question. 800-941-SHAWN, our number, if you want to be a part of the program. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern. Uh, set your DVR. Actor Sean Penn, who was in Ukraine prior to the Russian invasion doing a documentary, and he stayed and spent a lot of time with President Zelensky. Uh, we'll talk to him about his experience. Don Jr., Miranda Devine, Kevin McCarthy, Newt Gingrich. News you'll never get from the media mob. Set your DVR. Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern on Fox News. We'll see you then. Back here tomorrow. Thank you for making this show possible. Hey, if you want a firearm that is easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from our friends at Henry Repeating Arms. Now, it is a portable rifle that you can put together, take apart in just minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case that it comes in. It's so small, you can store it pretty much anywhere. And it's light enough to carry everywhere. Now, it comes in black and two different camo patterns. And you can pick one up for three to four hundred bucks, depending on the finish. Check out their videos. Go to their website. It's one word, henryusa.com slash survival. And while you're there, make sure you order their free catalog. Now, Henry makes more than 200 rifles and shotguns and revolvers, all made in America, all backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website, henryusa.com. Get their free catalog. They'll send you free decals and a list of dealers where you are. That's henryusa.com, free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. You know, since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to supporting our nation's first responders and veterans. Now, they are the heroes that put their lives on the line for our communities and our country. Heroes like U.S. Army Major Jonathan Turnbull. Now, Major Turnbull sustained devastating injuries at the hands of an ISIS suicide bomber. Now, the complete loss of his left eye, a puncture to his right eye. He needed more than 20 surgeries and countless hours of rehabilitation. Tunnel to Towers thankfully paid off his mortgage, and they gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his needs. His home also gives him hope. And with the help of people like you, the foundation supports families like the Turnbulls. Join Tunnel to Towers. This is a great mission. They support America's heroes. They're hoping all of us will donate $11 a month so this great work continues. Their website, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org. The letter T, the number two, the letter T.org. The letter T, the number two, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now, the same Hollywood that sold the American dream, they are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Now, you can join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in the Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some of the major studios. Now, don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N.